0: Table Reads with Sean McBee, Jeff Lewis, and Joshua Baker.
1: Hey guys, welcome back to Table Reads. Holy shit, it's been a minute. Um, I mean not for you, for you, like we're just posting every week because we're goddamn awesome. Yeah. But for the, the three of us, it's been a couple of weeks. So right out front, uh, I, I just want to say none of us remember the character name the character voices
2: we used for anything. Oh, the shit's man. gonna so be true. different. It hit me this it hit me like the other day that I per- I was like, you know, I'm going to do a little homework and I'm going to listen to it in the car and I'm going to write down like who was doing what voice. In the car? It, Jeff, yes, this is yes. unsafe. There's no one on the road. It's just me. <laughs> <laughs> it's just me and the one cop that sits in the same spot every fucking day trying to catch me. Do you live in Hazard County? See, <laughs> you're <laughs> <laughs>
1: Oh, Roscoe Pico train looking out for you and my <laughs> heap of
0: trouble boy.
2: How you how you gentlemen been? I've actually been traveling a good bit since I think the last podcast we actually did, I was in Mobile, Alabama, and then this week I was in Savannah, Georgia. Oh, this man. Is great. Oh, I love Savannah. Tra- I've not been traveling, but I've been
1: I've been doing very well. I've been traveling also. I made it all the way to the mailbox yesterday.
2: <laughs> Were there any good stimuluses
1: in there? You know, all I'm getting is campaign flyers lately. It's weird.
3: <laughs> all stimulus? of that. They're, they're just asking and not giving
2: anything. Uh, it's just four letters asking if you'd like a stimulus check. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but
3: for oh, me, I,
2: I might give you a stimulus check
1: So I got a direct deposit f- of my stimulus check And then like <laughs> a month later I got a letter with Donald Trump's signature on it Saying like, I sent you money, I'm the greatest
2: Yeah, you should donate it to Biden's campaign <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's good, Jeff <laughs> That's
0: real
1: good, I love that um, Let's jump in
0: Previously on Table Read.
1: As we go into part three of the Star Wars, a lot has happened. I'm just not totally sure what. We know a kid got murdered uh, and our young would-be hero punched a princess in the face so that he could save her while dooming the rest of the planet to annihilation. Uh, there were also like three kings a bunch of politics and more characters than Robert Altman would know what to do with uh, frankly it, it's a bit of a mess uh, when we left off we had just reached somewhat familiar territory with a scene quite reminiscent of the attack on the Tantive 4 that opens a new hope fade in
2: alright Sean where did uh, <clears throat> where were we picking this bad boy up at
1: Scene 37, sub hallway, Royal Space Fortress. Nice. And I'm there. A huge explosion rips a large hole in the ceiling of a <laughs> sub hallway.
0: i <laughs> there.
1: Oh. Get right back into that shit. Oh, yeah.
0: <clears throat> what
1: the fuck <laughs> A2 and C3 are in a state of shock as they scramble through the rubble there is a constant sound of creaking and snapping as the sections of the hallway resettle in the fortress superstructure
2: Jeff you were, you were A2 I was
1: A2 what did I do I don't remember but, Gosh, th- but this, is, this is R2
2: with speech you're a mindless, useless philosopher. Come on. Let's go back to work. The system is all right.
1: Was I C3? or? Was oh, yeah.
2: Me? Yeah, you were doing your best I Tony
1: was. Daniels.
3: You overweight glob of grease. Quit following me. Get away. Get away.
1: That's... Suddenly, the hallway lurches and a dead trooper falls through a gaping hole in the
2: ceiling. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. What voice do we want to use for him? <laughs>
1: the foot of a carcass is caught in the rubble and it hangs upside down staring at the two robots a2 grabs c3 and they cling to each other in terror
2: we're lost we're destroyed
1: three sharp blasts from an air horn send the two androids running for cover in a burned out doorway (laughs) five grim grim-faced troopers riding small rocket platforms past the two mechanical men governor's quarters royal space fortress the five troopers race through several hallways and finally stop in front of an important looking office complex two officers dismount and enter the complex They pass through several heavily guarded doorways until they reach the main chamber. Seated behind a large cluttered desk surrounded by generals and attachés is Governor Horace. General Vader paces in front of a row of blank monitors. The two officers salute General Vader. I want to point out here real quick uh, they're saying General Vader because in this edition, Darth is not a title. This is his fucking name, is Darth Vader. First name, Darth, oh. last name, Vader.
2: Oh, that's nice. Okay, I yeah. guess. So
3: he's not the Darth Vader we know. He's just a guy, right? There's yeah, no Anakin. Yeah. There's
2: no
1: Anakin. Look, he's just Darth Vader. Honestly, yeah. I believe to the core of my being that when they filmed and edited and released Star Wars A New Hope, George had no idea how much of a badass Vader was mm. because if you think about it, like uh, you've got a fucking dude from uh, Roger Rabbit, like, oh, your your dedication to that hokey religion hasn't given you the foresight of where the. It, ah, ah, choke. Yeah, yeah, like if that dude's talking back to Vader, they have not established that Vader is the badass that Vader is.
0: Word,
2: I don't think George Lucas knew Vader was a badass until like season three of the Clone Wars. Like, now, I, think we was, I think what happened was,
1: I think what happened was he looked at the toy sales and he went, Oh, shit, I think we need more Vader in Empire.
2: Maybe, maybe they do the Chinese. Toy makers say he can do this. So what can I do with this that will make him cool? Make kids want to do this. It was literally
1: like the fans were like, Darth Vader is badass. And George was like, can we make Darth Vader more badass in this movie? Like, don't have old men yell at him, maybe.
2: <laughs> he had to sit down and have a have a, a chat with the actor for Grand Moth Tark and be like, listen, I know you were going to be the main bad guy, but, but they like the guy in the motorcycle helmet. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that was Lawrence Kasdan's like pitch. It was like, OK, Darth Vader. He's awesome. OK, OK. I like this. You're hired. <laughs> Jesus, <Fuck.
3: laughs> i love this how can that guy have so much money
1: uh because oh, okay, i'll tell you i'll tell you he <laughs> took he took a half million dollar pay cut that's how he has so much money oh okay man mm. so so basically what happened was george lucas went to fox and was like okay look nobody has high hopes for this movie that was true uh but I would really like to own this. I'm I'm really like close to it. So if you let me retain all the rights to the movie, I will take a half million dollar pay cut. And Fox was like, fuck yes, we just saved a half million dollars. And then George was like, so toy companies, uh, can we talk?
2: Right. That's what it was, right? He was a better businessman than he was a, a direct, oh, yeah. director. Oh like, yeah. So director like he, Literally, kept, like, he kept accidentally falling into people making excuses for it. And it became art. Yeah. Like he didn't have any money. So they shot all that shit on like grody ass desert place. And everybody's like, wow, the world's so lived in. This yeah. really separates it from Star Trek where everything's shiny and new. He's like, yeah, 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 yeah I meant to do that. Everything's yes. covered up
1: with oil and dust. It, it wasn't because we were shooting in the desert and it was windy and we didn't have the manpower to wipe everything down.
2: You can like actually see scenes of Darth Vader in the in in the New Hope, where like he's got like fucking fingerprints and shit on yeah. his helmet from the from the fucking prop directors like putting it on. And I'm like, man, that's cool.
1: Yeah, yeah.
3: All right. Now somebody cool. gets now somebody gets paid like sixty thousand dollars a year to put CGI fingerprints on that same helmet.
2: Right? Yeah, they're like leaving right. <gasps> in. It's like, well, you can't really see them. Make them better. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, <laughs> why can't you just put a fingerprint on it now? Well, we've got to do. We've got to spend the money they gave us. <laughs> CG, CG some
1: wires onto those pterodactyl. You know, creatures. George doesn't like a camera to film anything. <laughs> <laughs> he hates cameras. Shut them off. If you take him on a on a tour of the set and it's anything other than blue and or green walls he's pissed
2: (laughs) wow this is a beautiful desert and or forest wow wow (laughs) so so about this puppet
1: yes why does it exist (laughs) why isn't it blue where's gonzo (laughs) (laughs) all right who wants to be first officer I'll be I'll be first officer who's gonna be vader Okay. I think I was doing Vader, actually. <laughs> oh yeah. Okay, you do Vader. You do Vader. Oh, because uh, I have and, the echo effect,
2: and you're echo being the- you're being Horus, right, Jeff? I'm, I'm Horus. He's he okay. was fat fat ambassador, right? Okay, so echo.
1: I will play everything that is not those two people. And I okay. believe you were reading Skywalker in an Obi Wan voice. I am. Yes. I am. I'll be. I'm also Skywalker. In, we remember uh, a couple of e- things, guys, e- e- but Ellen just McGregor's a couple. Voice.
2: I'm Montross and half the and I'm half the military. Perfect. All
3: right, I'll be first officer. (laughs) Here we go. All comlink power is out. Oh no! Fuck! That's that other voice. (laughs) Is that Obi Wan? I'm like I'm like four glasses of wine in, so I'm like Obi Wan. First officer is Skywalker in (laughs) disguise. We're making it better, Jeff. Uh, All right. All Comlink power is out. Twenty-two transformer sections have been destroyed. The situation is grave on all southern levels. Comlink communication should be repaired shortly.
1: It was southern. There's fucking poles on this ship. It's a big ship. The officer the officers salute, turn, and leave the chamber. The general turns to Governor Horace, who looks a little worried. Don't look so worried. Not even a die could penetrate this fortress. We've already wiped out most of their forces.
2: If if it goes on too long, we'll run over budget. When do the landings begin?
1: Okay, I'm actually going to not do the echo on Vader. Um, That's what we were doing last time, because we realized that he's not Vader Vader. So I was just doing James Earl Jones. I remember now. As soon as the attack... as soon as the attack has been broken. Not long. A short, stocky attache salutes the general.
3: Contamination has set in the quadrants B5 and R4. All sections are sealed. We've lost two major power stations in the southern quadrants. That puts section 5-1
1: in serious trouble. The general turns away and in controlled anger and embarrassment. War room, underground fortress, Tanawi. The general sits in a glass-enclosed computer station, watching the battle progress on several monitors. An officer enters and salutes the general. Analysis reports those ZQ configurations are definitively the power transformers. Everything in the southern sectors of the fortress is out.
3: I'm surprised they are still using external power units. It's a definite weak point. Concentrate on searching for the main crosslink
1: transformer. The officer exits as Montross rushes in.
2: The Senate has voted to end the war. Oh, my bad.
3: They can't do anything without the king's approval, which gives us a little time.
2: Have you been able to regain contact with the king? No, sir. All ground communications are jammed.
3: Send four men from third squad to meet the king and escort him back. Let me know before he arrives. Is Captain Vala back with the princess? No, sir. They're
1: long overdue. Pilot leader checks in over the intercom. All right, base one, we're in position. An officer with headphones looks to the general. He signals to attack. So now he starships. All four starships dive in formation towards a main transformer area flanked by several solar towers. That's you, Jeff.
2: Oh, I'm sorry. Wait, what? Pilot leader. Oh, my bad. I scrolled down too far. <clears throat> Hold your fire until we're within point zero five four. Make it count. Several akak lasers begin. <laughs> <laughs> it says
1: ACAC lasers. Ak-ak. Oh my god, that's amazing! Several ACAC lasers begin to open fire on the approaching spacecraft. I <laughs> got. Uh, the starships direct their fire at a large black transformer which when hit spurts bright blue and white electrical arcs one of the starships devil 5 explodes and careens out of formation leaving an erratic trail of smoke before eventually crashing into a solar panel sub hallways royal space fortress the impact of the exploding starship can be felt throughout the giant fortress the tall gleaming c3 races through several corridors yelling at a2 who struggles vainly to keep pace with his stubby mechanical feet
3: i don't care what you do but i'm getting out all the power's out those explosions are coming from the reactor section and this is the end abandoned
2: ship Or work we can't leave It's desertion. It's not possible. It's not possible. Your programming is so limited. My first order is
3: preservation. You stay. I'm going to eject before the whole thing goes up.
1: C3 breaks open the seal on an emergency life pod. A red warning light begins to flash, and a low hum is heard. The lanky chrome android works his way into the cramped four-man craft.
2: These life pods aren't for us. It's
1: not right. A new explosion, this time very close, sends dust and debris through the narrow passageway. Flames lick at the two robots. The runt sized A2 jumps into the life pod. It's the end! Eject! Eject! The safety door snaps shut, and the pod ejects from the fortress. Tanawi Starships. The terrified androids in the life pods speed away from the fortress and past the attacking starships. Object approaching, attack bearing.
2: It's a life pod.
1: Forget it. We've got Devil 4 is hit by laser fire. <laughs> Leaving a trail of flaming par- particles. The two remaining craft continue the assault. Devil 2 and pilot leader watch the remains of Devil 4 disappear the general appears over one of the monitors. I've always loved that in Star Wars where uh, they're like, I'm not reading any life forms. Let it go. Like, don't waste laser ammo. We're just (laughs) the evil galactic empire. What if we run out of laser shooties? Not worth my time. It might take batteries, man. You never know. Oh.
2: they get paid by the bullet. (laughs) By the laser bolt? Yeah.
3: Analysis indicates Transformer Code 03 is the main relay. Hit it, and the whole thing goes dead.
1: We're on our way. Governor's Quarters, Royal Space Fortress. A row of monitors and the main overhead lights go on, and a trooper appears on one of the screens.
3: Internal relay is operative. All power restored, all contaminated areas
1: sealed. An officer appears on another monitor.
2: Only two enemy craft remain. We calculate victory by 0300.
1: General Vader switches to another monitor. Alert the invasion forces, turning to the governor. The planet is ours. A three hour war. A three hour war.
2: War. War.
1: You expected longer. Die or not, we've beaten him and the culture is intact.
2: A truly great prize for the kingdom. We, They have a treasure of biotic science, genetics, cloning. They've added 200 years to a lifespan. Remember, you must capture at least one member of the royal family alive. The Tanawi family has ruled this system for 10,000 years, that people will follow no other. If the royal line is broken, there is a good chance the entire population will destroy themselves and their knowledge before submitting to our rule. You didn't get me that time. (laughs)
0: Nice. Nice work, Jeff.
2: That's my character arc. Hell yeah.
1: I just, on that one, I could really hear George fucking, like, hitting those keys. And I gotta get all this information out.
2: He just giving Vader like a video game rule. Like you have to capture at least one member of the royal family. The rest can die. Then exposition exposition. I'm inventing the cutscene.
1: <laughs>
2: That's a good bit. I like that.
1: <laughs> the general is interrupted by a call on one of the monitors. We've received a planet. We've received a message
3: from the planet.
0: <laughs>
1: Have some more wine, Josh. What <laughs> oh, fuck? Hey, I feel like my
2: performance is good, so what if I'm in some more fucking. <laughs> <laughs> He's got the C3 killer. Like We've received a, <laughs> we received a planet. We've received a
1: planet. Who's gonna red? sign for this?
3: <laughs> I gotta leave this at the fucking drop off.
1: War Room, Underground Fortress, Tanawi. General Skywalker watches a giant computer display of the Space Fortress mapped by the starships. An aide approaches. I'll be the aide. Sir, the King's Convoy has destroyed a... (laughs) Okay, (laughs) I thought I was misreading shit, but I'm not. Sir, the King's Convoy has destroyed at Calden. All the bodies were contaminated. I will audience with the Queen. Who knows of this? Many! It came through civilian sources. Confine Senator Sandage to his quarters. Use any pretext. Where is the Senator now? Sandage and several other senators enter the computer station. Okay, I think I was Sandage. Was that the one that I did as... As, uh...
2: Jafar? I'm gonna, yeah, yeah, wait... Yeah was that the the, he's the overall bad guy like the advisor to the king that's like all all fucky he's like oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. what does that mean i don't know we just had a we just had an exchange between two characters where he's like hey they blew up the entire king brigade at this city and he's like who knows about it he's like the city (laughs) the whole city knows Cause the, this the shit was on Twitter. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> it's it's trending. What fucking purpose was that <laughs> question? Trending. What purpose was he like? Is it, was Obi Wan about to cover it up? <laughs> like, not, that's, space, that's space Twitter. Yeah. There's a space king. Might as well be a space Twitter. Space Twitter makes sense.
1: No, not that one. Sandage and. Several other senators enter the computer. Several other, like, uh, how many characters can I get in here right fucking now?
2: How many more plastic molds do I have? (laughs) Right here, General. It's over.
1: We've already relayed peace terms to the kingdom, and they've been accepted. Your war has ended. The General is angry and stands, pointing at the Senators. They jump back as if the General were pointing a gun at them.
3: Senator, this war isn't over. It's just begun. I take my commands from the Royal Family.
1: The Queen concurs. I have her written decree. It is to be implemented immediately. I order you to cease the attack not likely treason revolution the people won't follow you general nor will your troops i suggest you follow your orders general skywalker stands angrily pondering the situation <laughs> sandage and the other senators are tense about this <laughs> <The city. laughs> Sandage and the other senators are tense, a little afraid that he might cut them down on the spot. Well, General. Life pod. Green sky over Tanawi. Don't forget, guys, Tanawi has skies that are green.
2: Whoa, oh, that's fucking crazy, man. There's I've another
1: planet that. with skies that are red. George was like, planets should have different colored skies, so we know they're different.
2: I mean, that's one way. (laughs) (laughs) Somebody spray paint those bushes.
1: (laughs) The reddish yellow mass of Tanawi seems to engulf... The tiny life pod containing the two fleeing androids as it descends into the greenish atmosphere.
2: <coughs> it's desertion! They'll destroy us! How could this happen? That's
1: funny. The damage doesn't look as bad from out here. See that line stayed in.
2: So did <laughs> To <But it> was...
0: <laughs> <laughs> Tanawi
1: starships. Pilot Leader and Devil Two make a second dive on the now smoldering Transformer area. All firing from the fortress suddenly stops. Pilot Leader looks back to his navigator, who is equally puzzled. The two fighters continue to attack the now silent fortress. Uh, I don't get it. What do you think, boss? General Skywalker appears on the monitors. Base one to Devil Leader scramble code niner
3: break your attack and return to base repeat break your attack confirm
2: they're hurt sir but they'll still have power you should finish we should finish
3: break off the war is over run on white lights get back
2: here mace we're going to need you confirm base one we're on our way did you copy devil two roger boss
1: The two starfighters break off the attack and start back toward the planet. Without warning, the fort directs concentrated fire at the two starfighters. Devil 2 instantly bursts into flame, then disintegrates. Pilot leader's tail section is hit and the ship pinwheels toward the planet. Blood covers pilot leader's immobile face. We're under fire! They're still shooting! I thought it was over! We're hit! We're hit!
2: Pilot is dead! Ejecting! So much shit just happened! In one paragraph. there have been 40 pages of nothing. And then in one paragraph, everything happened.
1: I still have no idea what's going on. The dead <laughs> pilot leader is jettisoned free of the craft, but the navigator's eject panel is dead. Oh no! He struggles with it, then bangs on the canopy to no avail. Let
0: me out of the spaceship! <laughs> stupid spaceship
1: the navigator is still trapped in the craft when it explodes leaving only a puff of pink smoke reflected in the rim light of the planet that's weird
2: when he set off a flare in the canopy like like he's trying to get out of the cockpit he's like shit (laughs) can it just fill in the cockpit with smoke pink smoke
1: (laughs) Desert near outpost. Outpost. Tonawi. Pilot leader's dead body drifts toward his arid mother planet. Dude. Can we talk about George's extensive use of corpses in this script? There's lots of dead bodies in this script. There are a lot of dead bodies. And I get the impression that he wasn't like stormtrooper helmeting them yet. So like these are like humans. Corpses, yeah. Yeah, you're seeing like the faces of dead people
2: everywhere. I'm a businessman. I struck up a deal paid by the word. They are. (laughs) I mean,
1: there's some grim shit happening. That's all I'm saying.
2: No, it's this, this whole thing is just, it's everything and then nothing and then everything and then fucking nothing. And then five more characters talk about shit. That's going to happen in 10 seconds. And then it happens. Oh yeah.
1: And he like, creates a character just to come in and say one line and leave and never be seen again. Like, dude, give that duty to someone that already exists.
2: Yeah, there's, I guarantee you people listening to this that aren't reading along or looking at this script. We're just doing the same voices for like five different fucking characters. I'm out of people. I don't even know this many people. Yeah. To like have a fucking impression of it. So, they might, they might as well just have the same fucking voice. Might as well just be the same character. And, and, the thing is that like I feel
1: like George has a huge extended family and he just promised mm. all his cousins and nephews that they could be in a movie. <laughs>
2: I was actually gonna name the uh the die the Lucases, but uh it <laughs> won't let me do <laughs> they like use the Lucas. Use the L- Lucas, Luke.
3: <laughs> Lucas
2: Lucas <laughs>
1: Mm. automatic rockets kick in occasionally to direct and soften the landing two gray clad troopers stand next to a military land speeder watching the descending air warrior through electro binoculars Mace's corpse hits the ground rather hard creating a whirlwind of dust and the two troopers rush over to the pilot the younger of the troopers, a young boy in his teens, cradles the dead star pilot in his arms and begins to cry.
2: Papa, that was supposed to be Han. Like, <laughs> <laughs> fuck, he's dead. I think Han Solo
1: actually is in the script. Is he? I thought he was. They they were doing the pilot to make him sound like fuck. Whatever. I, I think there's care. another character later named Han Solo.
2: Fuck, sure there is. Why wouldn't there be? <laughs>
1: War Room Underground Fortress General Skywalker sits alone Meditating in the deserted war room Montrose approaches The the
2: Contemplative General No sign of Captain Valor Or the Princess There was much damage in that area The Queen will see you at Ten
1: hundred The General doesn't reply Assembly Departure Area Royal Space Fortress General Vader stands behind a row of men at computer control panels overlooking a huge assembly of troop, tanks, and transports. A commander reports to the general.
3: All enemy craft destroyed.
1: First and fifth
3: division troops and
1: equipment standing by. The general gives a sly smile of approval and takes a microphone from one of the computer technicians. He speaks to the troops and pilots waiting in their huge war machines for the invasion order the war is won with the conquering of this system we have ushered in a new millennium for the new galactic kingdom which will echo throughout the universe our reward is the knowledge this system possesses this planet must be controlled with a minimum of force but you must not think lightly of this enemy they have exacted a heavy toll today you will make the kingdom complete do so with pride and care vader puts down the mic and turns to his (laughs) commander let the invasion begin
0: table reads will return after this brief word from our sponsors What's up, docs and Docettes? Trevor Thompson, the self-appointed Looney Tunes critic here, and if you like old cartoons and watching online reviewers dissect them, then you probably said the same thing I did about two years ago. Hey, what the fuck? Here, watch your language, bud. Every Saturday morning, I do a brand new commentary of a Warner Brothers short. All throughout the month, I do video essays examining the history of these cartoons. Catch my videos on YouTube.com slash Ferris Wheelhouse 2, or just use the hashtag Looney Tunes Critic. And now, here's Eric Bauza, the new voice of Bugs Bunny. You've been listening to the Looney Tunes Critic. He, he is stingy. Action. so the movie's a which means your script ain't worth the buffalo shit on a nickel now back to table reads
1: thoughts so far gentlemen
2: man it's strange, strange. there are a lot of things happening and I love that my script sp- go ahead no, 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 go, go, go! You go. Just, you do. You do your bit, and I'll do my bit. Well, uh, just even like Vader's speech just sounds like it was written by a twelve-year-old that's like trying to come up with a fun space story for like a a two-page fictional story for class. Like conquering this system, we have ushered in a new millennium for the galactic kingdom, and the whole universe will know about it. <laughs> and we get all their knowledge. And you should be proud to have destroyed this planet. Don't ever feel bad about it.
3: I love it. I think it's it, it's it's a lot more interesting than actual Star Wars. <laughs> like, like, there's a lot of fucking weird shit. Hap- it kind of reminds me of, like, if Star Wars and Dune fucked and made a movie.
1: Oh, I, this is this is straight up George wanting to be Frank Herbert.
2: I mean, don't get me wrong. Like, like once again, I think we made the joke that it's a scratch pad for Star Wars ideas. Like, this was just him jotting down a bunch of like non sequiturs and shit that, that don't yeah. necessarily go together. But he's like, I'll, I'll put, I'll piece them and move them around. But at the same time, I mean, there is a lot of like non-conformity to what movies were at the fucking time. Like, there's political intrigue mixed in with acac lasers and kids dying and characters that you see more than three times getting fucking shot down and like his men holding him and crying and shit. Like, like there's a lot that he's doing for being like, Oh yeah. You think this is a hokey space story? Well, what if there were stakes? like <laughs> You <laughs> know right what? I, dying. I'm
1: going to go out on a limb and say that we can probably find an analog for every single item that happens in this, in a Kurosawa movie.
2: That is real. That's real. Yeah, for real. Well, and I don't think he was hiding that, right? He went on record, as I say, in like seven samurai and shit like that. uh, Yojimbo. Like all were like really big like ideas for him. But he just set them in space.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh Uh-huh.
0: Fade in.
1: (laughs) And that's all I had to say about that. (laughs) I mean, when you're right, you're right. What am I gonna say? Mm-hmm. Oh. Edge of the Dune Sea, Tanawi, Kuro Land, Kuro Land, like Akiro Kurosawa Land. Oh my god! <laughs> all right, all right, easy
3: now. That's good timing. That's some fucking. <laughs> that's some fucking shit.
1: Yeah. Kuro Land or No Man's Land where the rugged desert mesas meet the foreboding doomed sea. The two helpless astro-robots kick up clouds. <laughs> he just called them space robots. Uh, I've, been, I've said space too much. What else can I say? Astro at
2: no. Astro-droid. <laughs> Astro-droid. <laughs> robots. <laughs> He's just starting at the beginning of the alphabet going at <laughs>
1: <laughs> The two helpless astro robots kick up clouds of dust as they clumsily work their way across the desert coastline The short A2 struggles desperately to keep up with the long-legged C3 It's not possible.
2: We're not built for this. You're nothing more than a dim-witted, emotion-brained Emotion-brained intellectual. Why you were created is beyond my logic systems. Thanks to you, we're now deserters and we will probably destroyed on sight. And on top of that, you're going the wrong way. All this filth is getting... The towering C3
1: stops short and turns on the blabbering mechanical runt.
2: I've had
3: enough of you, you pragmatic nearsighted scrap pile. You go your
1: own way. He picks up the tiny robot and tosses him several feet into a large sand dune. Whoa. <laughs> can you picture that? This is I awesome. Can.
2: This is so <laughs> cool. I would love that George would still have what's-his-face in the R2 suit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, he's like,
0: he's his name like, is Kenny like,
2: Baker. Kenny Baker, right? He's like, he's like, he's like Kenny, we need you in the suit for this scene. He's like, I, I do you? I feel like you can just throw the costume. No, Kenny. You got to be in it. Someone will tell this story later. Now, Josh,
1: do you know what the original intent for uh, C-3PO to sound like was? No. Uh, Used car salesman. That's what George always pictured until Tony Daniels was like, no.
2: A used car salesman that speaks 3,000 languages.
1: Six million form. I'm fluent in over six million forms of communication.
2: Hey, what do you need? You need me to talk to this machine? Hey, I'll talk to this machine
1: right here. Think about it. Think about, like, outside the Jawa Sandcrawler. Sir! Oh. You know, uh, I know this R2 unit over here. He's, uh... We've worked together before. He's pretty good.
2: <laughs> the charismatic <laughs> astral robot.
1: Anyway, uh, yeah, so there's that. But I think Tony Daniels was the way to go. Uh... C3 starts off in the direction of the Dune Sea. A2 is struggling to his feet and shakes a metallic claw arm at his disappearing partner.
2: Oh, you'll be malfunctioning within a day. You're going the wrong way, but your way is always the wrong way.
1: C3 stops and yells to the smaller android.
3: And don't let me catch you following me, begging for help, because you won't get it from me.
1: A2's reply is a rather rude sound, which only an electronic person could make. Fuck he, you! He turns <laughs> 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 He turns and trudges off in the opposite direction into the rocky desert mesas. Dune C, Tanawi. C3, hot and tired. Struggles up over the ridge of the dune, only to find more dunes, which seem to go on for endless miles. He looks back in the direction he came.
3: That's you. You little malfunctioning twerp. This is all your fault. You tricked me into going this way, but you'll do no better.
1: He sits in a huff of anger and frustration, knocking the sand from his joints. Desert Mesa, Tanawi. A2 stumbles through a narrow canyon until he climbs over a small boulder and sees before him a sight he first thinks is a mirage. Nestled in a rock formation is a deserted land speeder. Once the little robot is convinced that he is alone, he approaches the battered speeder and begins to analyze it. He climbs into the pilot's seat and attempts to start the unfamiliar transport. He hears a sound and stops for a moment. He sees nothing, so he continues to fiddle with the control panel until the speeder lurches forward with a start, banging into a large rock. The stubby android is shaken, but neither he nor the speeder seems to be damaged. Shivers run down A2's metal spine. What? 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 That's not how that works. Nope, that's not
3: how any of that works.
2: <laughs> Why did they program me with fear? <laughs> <laughs>
3: What is my purpose? (laughs) It does spread butter. Oh my
2: god. If he has a spine, it can be broken, right? (laughs) I'm
1: getting goose pimples somehow. Wow. (laughs) Why does love hurt? Why did they program
3: me to feel pain?
1: (laughs) And again, he has an eerie feeling that he is being watched. Robots with intuition?
2: These I are mean,
3: some fucking advanced robots. Like okay, but this I mean I'm sorry, he, Astro Robots.
2: He did do this in the movie though, right? Like because he was going through the canyon with the sand people and he was like looking around like Yeah, but we can we
1: can imagine that he's using sensors and picking up some sort of actual sign of someone <laughs> around, not going,
2: Wow, well, I got the willies. I got a bad feeling about this. I got the space willies. <laughs> I don't know why I got feelings. Space willies. Space willies is good. That's a bar.
0: Space
1: <laughs> it's a bar at, at uh, 10th and Peachtree, probably. Uh,
2: Dexter or Dexter Jexter ran it.
1: If uh, if if you guys aren't aware, 10th and Peachtree is a uh, Atlanta's famous uh, gay district where the crosswalks are painted in rainbow colors and stuff. Oh, that's
2: right. Right by the flying flying biscuit. Yes. Right there. Yeah. The flaming biscuit now.
1: Oh, girl. Uh, I, and he's thinking shit's a mirage. Like, I just don't get any of this being applied to robots. Anyway, he slowly looks around and sees a large man, captain valor standing directly behind him. He is startled. Then terrified.
2: Where? Where's your master?
1: Wait, Justin. You're you're Justin's dad.
2: I'm Justin's oh, yeah. dad. Okay. Yeah,
1: yeah. That was the Japanese guy.
2: Oh, uh, oh yeah. Oh, oh. oh,
3: oh. oh uh, was Justin? Was Justin Christopher Walken? No, no, no. no. Justin was teenage boy.
1: Yeah. He's Where the one whose master? brother got blown up in the beginning, yeah, yeah, you remember? Yeah,
3: yeah. I remember. I played Justin too.
1: Okay, hit it then. Where is your master? The little robot clicks and rattles, but doesn't speak. Can't you speak? How do you relate your data? You're a Coralia manufacturer. You should be able to talk. Are you damaged? Valor pokes at the machine, but doesn't see any damage. A2 eyes him suspiciously. The robot turns with a start and discovers a young girl, Princess Zara, has been standing next to him for some time, with a bag of peas on her face.
2: (laughs) Well, General, who's your friend?
3: I don't know. He doesn't seem to be able to talk. Damaged, probably. Jettisoned from a damaged ship. What do you intend to do with it?
1: We'll take it with us. Could be a storehouse of valuable information. Justin guides the android into a small luggage area behind the front seat then hops into the driver's seat
2: I don't want to ride with that thing I I order you to destroy it immediately
3: get in we've got to hurry we're gonna make it across the dune hedge by nightfall you're coming one way or the other will you join us peaceably
1: okay says the guy who punched her in the fucking
2: face yeah And he's letting, he's maintaining that rule of dominance. (laughs)
3: Yeah. Yeah. Are you going to come peaceably this time or I'm going to have to slap a bitch again? Yeah. Yeah. He's not not asking. He's got to get her across the douche hedge.
2: (laughs) Are you going to come peaceably or I'm going to have to rape you again? That's right. He's not like like (laughs) leaving her an option. He's like, listen, you can come or you can come and I hit you. (laughs) Also, what's her problem with droids?
1: I don't want to ride with
2: that thing. Destroy it immediately. She's trying to force some sort of agency in this kidnap scenario. She's trying to like maintain a level of uh, like sanity. So she's just like whatever she can get away with. She's going to try to get away with. And. I
1: does this is this scene where George was like, I think uh, the idea of a robot that can't talk is pretty funny.
2: Well, because because why would he? I, I, she's like, why are you taking that? And he's like. It's full of shit. I might want to study later. And she's like, "Is this really the time?" Like, <laughs> like I get, He's like, "Nah, I could, I could use this later." I'm gonna fuck that robot.
1: I mean, I, there's a robot in my car. Well, what am I gonna do? <laughs> one of us is having sex. <laughs> that claw looked pretty sexy. <laughs> The princess reluctantly gets into the speeder, and it starts with a jolt. Land speeder, desert mesas, Tanawi. The speeder flies along, a foot or so
2: above the landscape. You're such a barbarian. I'll have my father cut you into little pieces when we get back, and I'll take pleasure in feeding you to the Ganthas a a little bit every day. I may save your eyes, though. I'll have them petrified and made into a necklace. Your sweetness
3: is only surpassed by your beauty. Just trying to remember, I'm only following orders.
2: I don't know, pause. That's the best. <laughs> That's the best fucking retort. Thing. Anything ever. That's good. Fuck that. It's <laughs> <Just> like,
3: <laughs> not only are you a fucking cunt, but you're ugly as
2: fuck, too. Like, they're gonna, they're gonna, they're gonna, they're gonna like, this would be like two 15 year old kids, right? 15 year old actors. And they're like giving each other like old married couple shit. Like, yes. <laughs> your This is only surpassed by your beauty, darling. <laughs> but you guys should really read the rest. I'm oh, sorry. <clears throat> because
1: it gets so much better. I'm only following orders, he said, <clears throat> to beat and abuse me. I'm afraid I've only learned one way to treat wild animals. A2 thrashes about, <laughs> trying to relieve the pressure on his cramped
2: leg. Cramped legs? <laughs> <Jeff>. <laughs> no, I, I, I wasn't frozen. I was, I was still reeling from that last shit. Anyway, you, you stay out of this. <laughs> Not in front of the children. Someone explain to me how a robot gets cramped legs. I love oh, we are all over the place right now. Give me- this fucking <laughs> script is fucking awesome.
3: <laughs>
2: so good. The fuck. All right. He's like, she's like giving him shit. She's like, I'm going to fucking feed you to my dog. He's like, I'm going to beat the shit out of you. A <laughs> robot in the back he's like, all oh, my legs. Yeah, <laughs> I don't <tell> fuck already. <laughs> oh, Charlie
1: Horse. Uh, Josh, how what what would be the awesome level of this script if you were s- totally stone cold sober?
2: uh, uh I I don't know. <laughs> I'm having a really good time though. <laughs> and I never plan to find out. <laughs>
3: <laughs> it's hard watching the fucking original trilogy now. Like, it's like, wow, this is. Uh, I remember this being so much better than it is. Right. Like,
2: I'm with you on that. <laughs> I don't know if this is the podcast to say that on, but <laughs> I'm with you, man. That, that original trilogy, there's not a lot that happens, and especially in that first fucking movie. <laughs> shoot <laughs> out I don't know, dude's do the do really long one. What's the really long one? I remember you had one, sure. in one <laughs> <laughs> That's it! <laughs> it doesn't stop when it shit!
1: <laughs> oh Just God. like you! That's me! <laughs> <laughs> I love this. This is awesome. Dune C. C3 struggles to the top of a large dune. He is dirty and hot. His plight seems hopeless. He searches the horizon for any sign of life. A glint of reflected light in the distance reveals an object speeding toward him. The chrome android waves frantically and yells at the approaching speeder. The sleek land speeder races past him about 100 yards away. He runs after it, screaming in desperation. (laughs) until he stumbles and falls head over heels down an enormous sand dune. Silently, the speeder sweeps around in a circle and stops behind the immobile robot. Valor jumps out of the speedster, speeder, and and is quickly
2: followed by A2. We're in a hurry, remember? If you're going to stop for every unfortunate along the way, we'll never get back. We're lucky you got the speeder
1: running as it is. A2 waddles up to his fallen partner and starts pulling on his leg, then runs up and starts pulling on his arm.
2: Function! Function! It's me! Come on! Function! Well, little, my little friend, you've found your tongue. We must help him! We've been lost!
1: Where did
3: you come from?
1: The little robot runs around his fallen partner, giving him small electric charges from his claw hand. C3 shudders from head to toe, then regains consciousness.
2: What happened? You're overheated. Where did you come from? We were jettisoned from 629 PR1. I'm unfamiliar. Fuck. I'm fucking it up, (laughs) Obi-Wan. I'm unfamiliar
3: with that ship. I'm unfamiliar with that ship. What type is it? It's a Class M station, not a conventional
1: craft. Also, can I just bring up real quick George naming this ship 629
2: PR1 is that a reference
1: no it's just a fucking serial number
2: come on oh, that's yeah, not a no, name it's pretty, no that's dumb and he says it like people are supposed to know yeah yeah like he's like you know the famous 629 PR1 it's like wow that's like that's what the- Elon Musk names his kid yeah
1: <laughs> <laughs> Kyle <laughs> Kyle, <laughs> Kyle. <laughs> uh, C three then stands and shakes the young die's hand. I'm C three human cyborg relations. Your kindness is greatly appreciated. Captain Valor and the two robots walk back to the speeder. Land speeder, Desert Canyon, Tanawi. Both A2 and C three are stuffed into the tiny luggage compartment. It is late in the day when the Speeder rumbles to a stop in a small desert canyon surrounded by steep cliffs and broken boulders. We'll rest here. At last, the transport is welcome, but my joints are frozen. (laughs) Everyone climbs out of the low slung Speeder. Valor watches the two androids as they stretch their mechanical limbs.
2: I've got a bad case of dust contamination. I can barely move. What a forsaken place this is.
3: We seem to be made to suffer. It's our lot in life.
1: Sir, could you tell- C3 turns and notices that Valor and the princess have disappeared. He looks all around. Somebody calling a fucking, uh, domestic. Where did they go? They've disappeared. Maybe they
2: were attacked. I sense danger. (laughs)
1: Hidden Fortress Entrance, Desert Canyon, Tanawi Captain Valor and Princess Zara hurry through a maze of large boulders Until they reach a sheer rock face Valor looks around to see if they were followed Suddenly a large section of the rock slides away Revealing a well-lit corridor carved out of the rock They enter and are greeted by two jubilant guards Valor gives him some orders and points in the direction of the speeder. The secret rock door silently slides closed. Main hallway, underground fortress, Tanawi. Captain Valor and the Princess are greeted by General Skywalker and Montross. They bow before the princess.
2: General, I want you to do something with this this barbarian. Where's my father?
1: That's Skywalker. He's just being labeled as general now because George is a fucking idiot. The king is dead, your highness. All anger suddenly drains from the princess. She almost timidly asks the next question.
2: My mother and brothers?
1: She's here. She's safe. So are your brothers.
3: They're in the main chamber.
1: Zara, now looking more like a frightened young girl than a vindictive princess, runs down the... She never looked like a vindictive princess. She looked like a fucking abused princess. <laughs> Help! <laughs> uh, runs down the hallway toward the main chamber. She vainly attempts to hold back the tears. Desert Canyon, Tanawi. The two puzzled androids sit on the land speeder, pondering the disappearance of their sur- savior. Do you
2: suppose? Knows we're in danger the logic of this environment escapes me
0: <laughs> thank you for the non sequitur
2: you're like danny devito that's what
1: i was going for <laughs> <laughs> yay <laughs> he got one <laughs> i thought it was al pacino oh no, no that's, <laughs> i'm kidding <laughs> no. <laughs> it's always al pacino or richard nixon it's always <laughs> it's a fun little game i play in my head we, we should do that. We should have a special episode where we just play Pacino or Nixon. That's it. I'll just say quotes.
2: You guys give me quotes and I won't even know. <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, as night begins to fall and the shadows begin to lengthen, the two robots begin to get a little edgy. The sound of approaching feet startles A2 and he ducks behind his taller friend. Two guards approach the robots. You will remain calm, and you will remain here! Certainly. I'm C3, human cyborg relations. Your kindness is greatly appreciated. A2 sits rather suspiciously behind his extroverted friend. Royal Chamber, Underground Fortress, Tanawi. General Skywalker bows low before Princess Zara. She sits on a raised platform, dressed in the royal robes of a planetary ruler. The queen sits off to one side on a smaller platform. The princess waits for a few moments before she allows the general to rise. Oh, now she's Queen Zara. This is this still me? <clears throat> yes, but now you have to read her as Queen Amidala.
2: You mean the, s- the Senate has been corrupted?
1: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Oh shit! You mean Padme's nipples? Uh, that's me. Yeah, that's you. That, she was a senator then. The, the Senate th- has been corrupted. Uh, they they cannot
3: rule without your wish.
2: I rule by marriage. With the king dead, I am not.
1: Oh, either. this isn't Stop Zara. Them. This is the queen over to the side. Still, read her like this though.
2: Okay. <laughs> 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 Who knows? Is it Nixon or is it Pachino? <laughs> <Pacino. laughs> <laughs> 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 I
0: rule my marriage. I'm the queen now. Start. <clears throat> my husband is them. dead. <laughs> 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 That's
2: great. <clears throat> I am not strong enough to stop them. Zara is now the true queen. She must be protected. The line must be preserved. I am placing the future of our people in your hands. You must deliver Zara and her brothers to the Opuhuchi system.
0: (laughs) 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 Opuhuchi
3: system?
1: (laughs) (laughs) What the fuck?
2: (laughs) (laughs) They will be safe there. General, you must understand. I had no alternative but to condone an end to the hostilities. I deeply believe your campaign could have been successful, but there are things that
1: Skywalker, you're supposed to be cutting her off. My bad. I'm sorry. I fucked up. <laughs>
2: I'm I gonna get go home. I understand, uh, your highness. I know. The Chrome Companies on Opauchee have offered to supply you the men and ships necessary to return Zara to the throne. Can the Chrome Companies be trusted? <laughs> 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 Who knows about this? Witness me, <laughs> <So> shiny. <clears throat> the price for their cooperation is high. It is waiting for you in the med center blue. Guarded as you would the princess yourself. No one must know of this mission. There are those among the trusted who do, who would wish us ill. Take only two of your best officers with you. The most loyal. May the force of the others be with you.
0: Uh,
1: now you can be Zara. Unless Uncle you want Zara. me to take
2: over Zara duties. Just fucking go, man. I got, like, I'm willing to give one up of 50.
1: Mother, you must not stay.
2: I am too old for such a journey. The kingdom already controls the spaceport cities. You have a long way to travel. It won't be easy. You will have to travel
3: in disguise. I must have full command. No one can suspect wealth or royal training. I fear the new queen will not stand for this.
1: Do not put words into my mouth. I will stand for what is necessary. I feel like she needs something.
2: A, a beating? <clears throat> no, I got
1: it. <laughs> Dresser's nose. <laughs> Do not put words into my mouth. I will stand for what is necessary. Oh, that's a good value. That's a good value.
0: Like I've that.
3: got 1.5 million followers on TikTok. Hello.
1: Oh my god! It's just she's almost Lumpy Space Princess. <laughs> LSP baby. The general simply smiles. Fade out.
2: I just don't know, guys. I, so I didn't point this out. This is a good time though. But you know, he he brought R two to the along with him to the cave. He's Like, no, I need this droid. She's like, get rid of it. He's like, no, I need this fucking droid. And as soon as he gets through he's head, he's like, man, fuck that droid. Uh, yeah, both of those droids. <laughs> well, I don't even know
1: why I had that droid with me. I'm out. All right, you know those droids I said we had to bring with
2: us. Quick, run around the corners before they n- see where we've gone. <laughs> Let's ditch them. He's just a douchebag He's like wait let's carry him with us Until he depends on on us And then we'll drop him None of the
1: actions, motivations Or dialogue from any of these Characters makes the first Bit of sense in any context It feels like the prequels Yeah It does because it's fucking Space CNET (laughs) Space CNET (laughs) I'm sorry Can the chrome companies be trusted What the fuck The chrome companies And my god if I swear to god if we have any Delegates from these chrome companies We have to read them as trade federation guys
2: Yeah (laughs) I do not believe the barriers I do not agree with you And your stupid shit
0: if, uh, if people
1: are mad at Jeff for doing his Japanese man voice, we just appoint them at uh, episode one.
2: <laughs> 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 when the bad guys were well, Japanese salarymen. men. I what mean, for fuck? real, right? They were. They were just Japanese fucking tradesmen. And
1: at least we don't go so far as to have a character do a straight up fucking minstrel act
2: Wait, what is that?
1: Uh, Jar Jar, he talks like he talks like, yeah. he talks like yeah. the blackface minstrel
2: acts like uh, step and fetch
3: it. And it's piece, piece of people gonna die.
2: I mean, do you need me to? No, okay. no, okay. we, right. I was trying to, I'm trying to read the room to <laughs> that level, we
1: shall not stoop. <laughs> <laughs> um, Josh, buddy. Why don't you tell people where they can find you on the World Wide Web?
3: Oh, man, you can reach me at joshuajbaker.com. I'm doing a whole bunch of video work lately. Uh, recently got into doing real estate stuff, which is kind of strange. I guess with the Rona, real estate never stopped, but all my event videos and actual production stuff stopped. So trying to pivot into doing that stuff, and it's actually been pretty great. Um, but you can reach me at josh, J O S H. At JoshuaJBaker.com If you'd like to do any work with me
1: Wink Fantastic And then um, for all your Table Reads stuff Just go to TableReadsPodcast.com We also have a Patreon you can sign up for um, And you could be watching us right now If you're signed up on that Patreon I have also launched a second podcast That I'm working very hard on Have you seen the new CW show Stargirl? Yes do you like it? If you do, go listen to Stargirl After Show. Uh, you can find all the information on that at StargirlAfterShow.com. Uh, it's a lot of fun. We have interviews with, like, the whole cast. So hit that up. And Jeff is Me. a person. I, I live. That's that. Um, we'll be back <laughs> next week for uh, more... Table Reads goodness. We're going to continue this script for some reason. And we will see you then. And until then, we will miss you.
0: This podcast was created by Sean McBean. For more, visit tablereadspodcast.com. Cut to black.